0: Hey friends, we are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the Woman With Friends podcast. Llewellyn, I did a very adult thing today. What? I paid taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a little late. Um I a little hey. Pay- I'm on No no no. I submitted my taxes before oh, April 18th. Got it. I owed this year for the first time ever in my working wow. career interesting it's because i took i did some like um because i drove for a Lyft lift for that little bit amount of time ah did you not take and taxes out they they don't do that right they don't take it you're out an
1: independent contractor
0: exactly so i owed <sighs> which i was That's really all right because you're already out of debt so yeah which is good i just yeah it, just, it was just a bummer it's like fourteen hundred dollars i was like yeah oh. they always say
1: that when you're an independent contractor you should pull out like what 20 percent of your paycheck
0: and i did but i don't know it still hurts you know yeah just, i get it i get it. it it hurt it hurt me a little bit it hurt me right here in, in the heart <laughs> I had so many
1: different jobs this year because of moving and all of that stuff (laughs) that I realized that I I, I made way less this year than I or last year than I have ever and not ever but um in a while and you get back a bunch of money no (laughs) oh (laughs) no I was actually I mean it was it was gonna be a decent amount of money and then I Mm. added my last paycheck or my last w-2 and it like tanked it I mean yes I, I hate always when that say happens. yeah I always say like it's better it's better to not owe and like only if I only get like a hundred back I'm not owing anything so right that's yes. a blessing but um it's a little hard when you do it on like turbo attacks and you see like two thousand dollars and then it goes down to like 200 and you're like what happened that is such a bummer you probably yeah. raised into a different bracket I don't know what happened I mean I they take more because I had worked at starbucks and i made like you know chum change um, oh, I for, oh my god i forgot you worked at starbucks <laughs> yeah, for six months that's right yeah um but it was my last job that tanked it so hard and i only had that job for like a month so i don't know and that's the job i currently hold so i probably need to reconfigure
0: that dang but i don't know i'm sure this year it'll be better because it'll be more consistent yeah i think it will be too having and like I, three in more. one year is a
1: lot it, yeah, it was yeah. – and then I also – you know, Michigan and Florida. Florida doesn't do state tax. Neither so, does Tennessee. Which was just so weird because, oh, you know, we so...
0: file two different yeah. tax returns. Right. But, yeah, it was weird. Mind you, the, the taxes themselves, like, while you're purchasing stuff, is it's much higher here than Michigan. In Michigan, it was, like, 0.06%. What so, is it in Tennessee? Well, let me give you an example. So if I bought something for $3 in Michigan – if you, if it's 0.06%, it would have been $3.18. Right. In Tennessee, it was 3 29 Oh, wow. So it was. Is that Tennessee or is that just Nashville? Uh, I don't know. It was in Nashville, which is located in Tennessee. So <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Either. <laughs> I think it's,
1: I don't actually know what the tax would be down here. I don't know. I don't know. I thought it wasn't I thought it was close to Michigan, but it's Florida, so
0: I wouldn't be surprised if it's higher. Yeah. Everything Oh is higher. taxes. Oh the adult things. Speaking of adult things. What? Let's go into the episode recap. Okay.
1: <laughs> it's like totally unrelated. It's a weird segue, but alright. <laughs> all right. So just a reminder, this is the same as last week. Yes. Um, however it was a little bit written a little bit different so this week we watched the one with ross's wedding part two mm-hmm. and the teleplay by shana goldberg mihan and scott Silvery, and the story is by jill cone condon and amy tooman directed again by kevin s Bright, and originally aired on oh they aired these at the same time five or may 7th of 1998 um Arriving in London, Joey and Chandler go sightseeing, but Joey's overly enthusiastic behavior compels Chandler to go off on his own. And back in New York, Rachel realizes her feelings for Ross are stronger
0: than ever and she rushes off to the airport as the wedding nears. I love how, like, they say the episode recap is for both episodes, but it really only encapsulates what starts to happen in the first episode, which makes sense. Now that I realize, you wouldn't
1: want to spoil anything. Right. Now that I realize they aired at the same time, that makes more sense.
0: Yes, it does. Because they were probably back to back or like separated by
1: one episode. If we were to like really quickly like try to summarize this episode, it's like Rachel flies to London to ruin Ross's wedding and Ross and Emily attempt to get married. Right. Meanwhile, Monica has weird
0: feelings (laughs) and things happen between her and another guy. Yeah, it would be really strange. It would be. Okay, one thing about. This episode, I we, we I kind of alluded to it in the previous episode with a fun fact, but I wanted to give give this as a not a disclaimer, but like as a I guess it is a fun fact. So although the bulk of the second part of the episode was actually shot in somewhere called the Fountain Studios in Wembley, London, it wasn't as well received in the UK as in the United States. So apparently, and we might get some more context on this from Two Star. This is what I'm afraid we're going to talk about. So apparently, many British viewers regarded the episode as ill-informed and like a patronizing caricature of the UK and its people, causing the episode to be unofficially labeled the one where they insult the English. (laughs) Now, ironically, the UK terrestrial TV channel Channel 4, which had first run terrestrial broadcast rights, had proposed a UK-based episode to Warner Brothers Television. So I wonder it was their I wonder idea? What... Or they wanted yes. to start their own show? No, I think they wanted to do a UK-based episode, like, where they do it? I don't know. I don't know. That's all it says. Maybe yeah, they... they Maybe they were like, "Hey, come to the United, S- or come to the UK," and we were like, "Okay." And then it was horrible, and everyone hates us. <laughs> nice, wow, great. So, so there you go, <laughs> just to tee off, Llewellyn. Wonderful. Well, <laughs> I think we it. didn't write this episode. Um, That's so true. So true.
1: All right. So, as a reminder, I'm going to do this Leanne style. We're just going to walk through the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so we start in the soft open, and we are on a phone call so we're between London and New York London so Phoebe calls um what I would assume is Emily's parents house mm-hmm. and their housekeeper answers um and Phoebe like just bursts in asking for Emily basically and yes. she's not well received because the housekeeper is explaining to her how you properly answer a telephone um And Phoebe is just like, I don't care. I need to speak to Emily. This is important. Um, And the housekeeper tells her she's at the rehearsal dinner and she's not at liberty to give the phone number out. And Phoebe changes her tune real quick and is just threatening. I'm going to come over there and I'm going to kick your butt. And
0: this lady hangs up on her. Okay. So June Whitfield is the woman who plays the housekeeper in this episode. Um, with her, Jennifer Saunders, who plays Andrea Waltham, were both a part of the show called Absolutely Fabulous in 1992, and on the show, they played a mother and daughter combo, although obviously in this episode, they don't appear in the same scene ever. But they do know each other. Nice. Um,
1: okay, so then we go to the main part of the episode, and we're at the rehearsal dinner, which we are at for a lot of this episode. Hmm. Um. And Ross's parents have arrived, and they, in true Geller fashion, make a very inappropriate comment um, (laughs) about riding the tube, and we'll just leave it at that. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, Emily's dad and stepmom enter, and they're being introduced to the Gellers, but she's on the phone and is Mm. very not interested in meeting anybody. Um, Mm. Very rude so then um emily's dad what did we ever get his name or we just called him mr mr wath watham is that her last name yeah Waltham, Waltham. Waltham? Yeah, it's a weird name um she, he hands miss, mr geller the bill and thanks him for paying half of the wedding which he's you know very gracious about and miss geller exclaims well, it may be the only one that we get to throw and kind of like looks at monica and monica's like well that's just a joke that's funny in all countries Poor Mon. Poor Mon. Like, she
0: just gets the the blunt of it.
1: She does. Um, so then we pan over to Joey and Chandler, and he's offered food that he doesn't understand any of what it is, um, and he claims that it's not food, and he doesn't like it in London, and he just wants to go home. Mm-hmm. He is clearly homesick. He even, he even says that he misses his family, the coffee house, and he can't even remember
0: what Phoebe looks like. <laughs> Now the hors d'oeuvres that they described actually sounded really good. Oh yeah. Um, And also, did you notice that Emily had butterfly clips in for her wedding? Hardcore. Yes. Uh, I I was like, that is that is a that wasn't just a '90s trend. That one hit hard. It really did. It really did. And I loved how we found out that they were there three days before the wedding, and that's how they explored. They're like, I've already been here for three days. Yeah. Thought that
1: was cool. Um, yeah, Chandler points out that they've only been there three days and he just needs to relax. And he's like, dude, even you have changed. You've gotten mean. You've changed. So good. Um, so then we go back over to Mr. Geller and he is appalled at how expensive the bill is for half the Mm. wedding. And just to like, in case you guys are forgetting half of the, or some of the items on there were remodeling the guest bathroom, landscaping, recarpeting the first floor, flowers liquor etc um because we find out that the reception is at their house Mm -hmm. so essentially he is billing mr geller for remodeling his home yeah and he is pissed oh yeah yeah yep and basically wants to give him a piece of his mind but ross calms him down and he says look dad emily has already been through so much let me just go talk to him figure this out He's like, all right, yeah, just be sure you tell him that nobody messes with the Gellers. Mm -hmm. Um, And in this moment, Miss Geller loves his tenacity, and they start making out, (laughs) which leads Monica to walk
0: off and say she just needs to get drunk. Yeah. Now, I will say that that color, like, Monica's red lips were very much her red, but this, like, dark red, I wasn't feeling as much. Yeah. And Monica's usually like, she looks good in red. Yeah. It was a little different. Has Ross approached the table yet? Did you talk about that? Was he there? Yeah, he came up. Okay, can we talk about how he had a green suit on with a purple shirt and he looked like Barney? (laughs) Or uh, the Hulk. Straight. I mean, just classic colors. I was like, what are you wearing? I just had to bring that up.
1: Um, Nice. So we go to New York, and we're at the airport, Mm. and Rachel runs to the counter, and at this moment, I forgot that we were in the 90s, thinking when she asked her um, for, like, when the next flight to London is, I forgot, Mm -hmm. like, why didn't you just Google it, but 90s. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So we find out that the next flight to London is in 30 minutes, which is perfect, and that there's Mm -hmm. one seat left problem serendipity serendipity yeah problem is it's twenty seven hundred dollars <laughs> that's so much yes <laughs> so um, much. so rachel asks if she can split it between five cards which the lady is gladly able to do and so she asks for her passport and rachel tells her where mm. it is at home and then proceeds to try to bribe her with twenty dollars which yeah does not work um so that then would we sucks so yeah, bad. So bad. Especially in New York where it's like not easy to get from like one place to another. No. And also knowing where JFK is in comparison to downtown Anywhere. Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere, yes. But like especially Manhattan, like you're gonna be that's a long trip. Um and you're not it's making it. It's at least for that an flight. hour like one way. Yeah. And then and, an hour back. Yeah, and we don't even know what time it is. So like if it's like rush hour, Right. You're not going to... Oh, no. First off, you're not making that flight, no matter what time it is. But... Yeah. Yeah. Um, So then we go back to the dinner, and Ross is laying down the law with... He, he's Emily's a little parents. negotiator
0: in this he episode. Is. He's M- doing Ross, pretty well.
1: Ross the negotiator. He's actually bargaining pretty well. Yeah. So he points out that his father is not paying for the built-in barbecue, <laughs> and that they can kiss the gazebo goodbye, mm-hmm. but... We may be able to get away with a new lawn. Um, To which his dad replies, if you're going to pay for a new lawn, we also need lawn ornaments. Um, And Ross. So pretentious. Ross's response. um, My dad will laugh in my face if I were to ask him to pay for lawn ornaments. (laughs) Uh Um, So then Emily's mom or stepmom yells at him at Mr. Watham and he gets like super shy because clearly she runs this household um so then we go back to the apartment it's kind of like it bounces back and forth Mm -hmm. for a bit it does really fast yeah so we're back at the apartment rachel comes bounding in phoebe is thrilled who's sitting on the couch again she's thrilled she's like yeah you you didn't go i love it great like we she really thought she did something here (laughs) yeah (laughs) Phoebe was like i have accomplished it yeah um but then rachel comes back out of her bedroom with her passport and slams Mm -hmm. the door shut and phoebe's like "Ah, and i can't even run after you yeah she gone yeah um it was a quick in and out so we go back to the dinner and this starts chandler's very awkward (laughs) toast these are not his people (laughs) no no um so he tells them that he has a little toast or a melba toast if you would like (laughs) <laughs> and nobody gets it. I don't actually understand it either. Did you happen to look that up? What was it called? A Melba
0: toast? Melba toast. I'm going to look it up real quick while okay. you keep talking. But I do have some facts, so don't cool. breeze by it. Um, So he
1: explains that he's known Ross since his first girlfriend, which um, he thought it was going really well until Ross overinflated her, which the crowd did not like that
0: and at this moment chandler is just white face mortified okay i got it (laughs) okay melba toast is a dry crisp and thinly sliced toast often served with soup and salad or topped with either melted cheese or pate i wonder Um, if they had it there and that's why he mentioned it the place of origin is uk so Mm, my guess is i in if you do a quick like amazon you can actually buy melba toast like nice. in a box, so if you guys are interested there for your go. melted cheese, your charcuteries. Nice Melba toast. Um, okay, well nobody nobody's liking this toast. Um, okay, Chandler makes a reference in here to Monty Hall. We haven't gotten there yet. Oh, go, go ahead, continue. It's okay. <laughs>
1: um, so then let it me pans, know when you're ready. <laughs> it pans to Emily's stepmom, whose phone rings very loudly, my add oh yes and she answers this is it good and it's phoebe who i don't know if you caught is making a meat sandwich yes i caught that too which we all we knew from a previous episode that she was eating meat for the pregnancy but yes it was, just, she there, is, it was a lot of meat on that sandwich yes joey has traded with phoebe yeah um so mrs watham is confused as to why phoebe is calling first and then phoebe tells her that she's one of the best friends she's like okay then why aren't you here mm-hmm. um and then phoebe tells her this whole story about why she's not there i'm having my brother's babies blah 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 like i need to talk to i need to talk to emily or i need to talk to um one of my friends and she basically she's like am i on the radio like this
0: doesn't sound like a real story and okay what did that make you think of i have no idea like a modern day punked right oh yeah Okay, this is a reference to the practice in the UK where radio stations would place prank phone calls to people and then play their confused responses over the air. Oh, that's evil. So that's like an actual thing. And I was like, when I was, I, before I had like looked up the fact, I was like, man, that's like a modern day punked. And that's exactly what it was because that's what they did. That's funny. Yeah. But Mrs. Waltham doesn't really care. So she just hangs up.
1: Yeah, she's like, I'm bored with you. Yeah. <laughs> So then we continue the speech, Okay. Mm -hmm. and Chandler makes a reference to Monty Hall, to think that my friend getting married in Monty Hall, and it does not go over. And so he frantically is like, Monty Hall, let's make a deal. What's wrong with you people? And then just ends his speech abruptly.
0: Yeah. He's like... Kind of like mumbles. Okay, so later in season 6, Rachel's boss, Kim Clausy, is played by Joanna Gleason. Her father is Monty Hall. Nice. Yeah.
1: Um so then Joey stands for his speech. Yes. And boldly proclaims that he is not good with jokes like Chandler. <laughs> Chandler's face was like, "Come on, man." Yeah then he explains that he first met Ross in this coffee shop back home and he slowly goes off on this sad tangent of missing home where everybody knows my name <laughs> and he goes anyway i love you guys but not as much as i love america
0: <laughs> so he obviously does that as a quick little like you know flashback to when he was watching it in his hotel room so it's right. very much transitioned over into his speech
1: yeah so then he sits down, sadly, and asks Chandler if they can go home now. But this girl leans over that's sitting next to him and says, yes. well, I don't want you to go home yet because I want to get to know you better. Mm-hmm. Which obviously makes Joey a lot more happy.
0: At first I was like, this is such a weird like, thing to throw in. But they needed Joey distracted in order yeah. for what it's happens happen. next. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> um so we come back from my like what would have been a commercial break i'm guessing um and monica and chandler are talking and she lets him know that she was laughing at his jokes and he asks out loud (laughs) um and then he asks how she's doing like in the seer like chandler way sincere chandler way um and she mentions that her mom is driving her crazy but she's excited for us to get married so she's not gonna let anything spoil that yeah and then cue this really random guy that walks over and tells them how wonderful ross is um and then looks at at monica and says man you must have been a teenager when you had him oh. mm.
0: monica and chandler are horrified yeah whoops
1: <laughs> to say the least
0: um it, did you see how cute they looked oh with their... Adorable. Did you see that his tie matched her dress yeah. exactly? Yeah. Literally never saw that detail uh, until this second pass. I was I'm like, so this is... They were just psychologically trying to get you ready for what was about to happen, but you didn't yeah. know it yet. It's yeah. so... Per- it's so, so perfect. Yeah.
1: So then we go back to Mr. Geller, who is still adamant that he is not <laughs> paying for one more thing. hmm and finally Ross begs like can we just settle this last point after the wedding and they agree but he again says I'm not paying for the wine cellar. Mm. Um, then we go back to Chandler and Monica and Chandler is trying to in- ensure that she knows that she does not look like Ross's mother. That dude is crazy. The same guy asked Chandler um, earlier that day that his or told Chandler that his uh, performance in Titanic was very moving. Which clearly it's not a thing because chandler was not in titanic right um and monica is just mortified and she thinks that her mother's right she's never gonna get married and chandler is very sweet and just says who wouldn't want to marry you yeah. <laughs> and of course Monica's still like caught up in herself and she goes please i'm a single mom with a 30 year old son <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so good <laughs> yeah So then we did did the father did the father like do his last little eruption before he left? Did you already do that? Yeah. Okay. I loved when he was like when he when he was like who would be speaking German if it wasn't for us. Oh, yeah. I just thought that was so clever. Um, And Chandler Chandler's So cute. He's so cute. He's so precious.
1: Precious Chandler. So we get done with Monica's comment and we immediately pan to Chandler and Joey's hotel room. Where Ross, and it's the next morning, and Ross enters yelling. Also, before I even get there, how does Ross enter without a key? Great. Solid point, Llewellyn. I, I, like, literally paused the moment, and I was like, how did he open that door? In a minute. With no that's key. Re- that's really good. Also, like, I'm pretty sure, especially with what it's about to happen, they would have locked that door. Anyways. He opens the door, very frantically, and yells, I'm getting married today, multiple times. And Chandler, Chandler's like, yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, Chandler's in the bed. Just just visualize this, guys. He's in the bed. We okay. would assume naked. We don't know. And, but, by, and we would
0: assume by himself.
1: We would assume by himself. He's got the covers all the way up, and all
0: you can see is his face. You can't see yep. anything else. And if you look at it, it really doesn't look like there's a second person in the bed. To be fair, she's very small. She is. And she's like hugged up to him tightly, probably, so that you wouldn't see like two bodies there. Or else like, duh. Yeah. So Ross
1: is yelling this. It pans to Chandler, who makes a comment. Ross closes the door (laughs) and immediately Monica pops out from under the covers. You think he (laughs) knew I was in here? And the loudest clapping and like hollering from the audience that I'm pretty sure you hear the entire
0: season. It was, it was so, so good. Okay. This scene, the first time that they get, they did it, the audience was so shocked that they screamed for such a long time. Obviously Matt Perry and Courtney had to hold that same position. They ended up doing it. They ended up holding the position for 27 seconds because the, like, the audience was so loud and excited about it. And then they had to reshoot the scene, obviously, because it couldn't be that long. And they wouldn't have been able to cut, like, cheers and, you know, right. applause out. It's like, that's such a long time of just clapping. I
1: wonder if that's the reaction that they were talking about in the um 25th anniversary thing. Remember? Because well, they said that they had such a long
0: reaction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That they weren't expecting. Yeah, you're probably right cuz I know there's the element of like uh, there's like the element of just the surprise in general that like we know it was only supposed to be a one night thing. Like the writers had have said that, the creators have said that, but the response from the audience was so good that they decided to make them a permanent couple. But that could mean yes, obviously the audience that was in like in there but also i guess it was like before the age of social media though where you could really find a lot of feedback so maybe that was what made the decision like because they were so excited they were like we've got to keep this going because look at how our audience is reacting
1: 25th anniversary that was what that was the moment that they decided yeah that they were going to make this permanent
0: I guess I'm filtering it through like today's age too like you could tell people's excitement if you just scrolled through social media and whether they should do something or not but yeah. it was all like live audience back then so yeah, yeah. Um so it cuts to a commercial
1: it comes back and Monica and Chandler are in bed very awkward um <laughs> both say never done that with you before um <laughs> and they're asking each other like how are you what's going on like they just don't know what to say and so Monica yeah. like starts to leave and she stops before getting out from under the covers. And she's like, can you not look please? Yeah. As if they didn't <laughs> just see each other. <laughs> Naked. Yeah. Right. Um, so then we go to the airplane, Virgin Atlantic air, might I add.
0: Yes. A little
1: wink, wink at the previous episode. <laughs> um, and Rachel is on the flight and she is reading a book. Magazine and then is so excited she's just drumming on it really obsessively. And the lovely British man next to her, Hugh Laurie. Uh, Hugh Hugh Laurie, man. Hugh Um, Laurie. I love him. He looks very young in the show. He does. Uh, Yeah. He asks her if she's planning on doing that the entire flight. So. He can know if he needs to take a sedative or if he needs to give her one.
0: (laughs) Slip her one. (laughs) Yeah. So good. So, Um, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, This is okay. Have you ever seen House, the show House? No. Okay. In the show House, it was after Friends. So he doesn't look as young, but he plays an American. So he has an American accent. And that is the first show that I ever saw him on. So when I rewatched the show Friends, this was the first time I saw him outside of house and realized that he was British. <laughs> yeah, I had watched an entire series where he was American and had no idea that he was actually like British. Isn't that crazy? Some some people are really good at doing accents. So good, so good. Um. Yes. Oh, and can I say that? As now, as of this episode, this is kind of alluding back to the previous scene. As of this episode, Chandler has now seen all three girls' breasts. He walked in on Rachel Topless, you know, like after the shower. Phoebe flashed Chandler to get a hold of the football. And then obviously he slept with Monica. So he has literally seen all the girls' breasts like in this, <laughs> in this he, show. He would be the one because they would all think <laughs> he that he's innocent.
1: So true. So true. Um, yeah. So... Hugh Laurie, because he doesn't actually have a name, had puts or she starts talking to him
0: trying to explain the situation and he doesn't care and just puts headphones on. He's credited like incorrectly as the gentleman on the phone instead of the gentleman on the plane. That's funny. The error the error was corrected in the DVD, but like in real time, like I think someone like misinterpreted someone's handwriting. (laughs) That's funny.
1: Um so then we go back to the hotel room, Chandler's hotel room and joey enters while chandler's in the shower um and the phone is ringing so he answers it and it's phoebe on the other line who is Mm -hmm. very irritated yeah um and joey tells her like oh i just spent the night with a cute bridesmaid and she she like cuts him off and she's like i don't want to hear about that right now i need to tell you something (laughs) um and she tells him that rachel is coming to tell ross that she loves him And the burden is now off my plate, and it's on
0: your plate.
1: Yes. So how about you now tell me about this bridesmaid?
0: Yeah, she, like, needed to get that out of her own hands. She's like, I can't even do anything this far away, but I'm the only one that knows I have to pass the ball. Yeah.
1: I also love her silk
0: robe. I don't like the color, but I love the silk, like, the idea of it. Like, it's great. She looks awesome. Um, Oh, also, did you notice the... Well, I guess this is technically in this second part of the scene. So continue. Um,
1: so Joey hangs up and Chandler walks out of the shower and Joey asks him if he's seen Monica. <laughs> to which he gets very cagey and he's like, I've not seen Monica. Mm-hmm. Well, Joey tells him that Rachel is coming and to tell Ross that she loves him and we have to find Monica to help stop her. Have you seen her? And he's very defensive and he's like, what's with the third degree? Why? why do you shine or why don't you just shine a light in my eyes? (laughs) Um, And Joey is like very confused to be fair.
0: Yeah. um, Did you notice Joey's hair in those couple of cuts? Like in the first, his, his hair, like the one on his non like dominant side of the part, it's like sticking down and angled towards his eye And then in the rest of the, like, the middle part, it, like, looks fine and fluffed, but then it's, like, it's very, like, jagged, just that one section of hair, and it was like someone quickly did it and ran off set and then didn't realize what it looked like because it looks really stupid, but I just wanted to point it out for those of you that noticed. It's, like, the very first cut of Joey and the very last cut of Joey in that second part of the scene. Nice.
1: Um, so we go back to the airplane, and Rachel is telling the guy on the other side of her mm-hmm. about why she didn't go in the first place. And as she's telling the story, the British man interrupts her
0: and okay, calls wait. Her. Be- Before that, though, this bored airplane passenger, he's reading a book called Like a Hole in the Head, <laughs> which is fitting.
1: Yeah. Um, so Hugh Laurie, a.k.a. British dude, a.k.a. guy on the phone, apparently... Um, <laughs> Interrupts her and flat out calls her a horrible person. Mm. Like, you are a horrible person. You are going (laughs) to ruin this guy's wedding when he clearly loves Emily. And clap for for Hugh Laurie. Yeah. And (laughs) if he couldn't make the moment any worse for Rachel, he goes to put his headphones back on and he goes, and it seems perfectly clear (laughs) that you were on a break.
0: It is such... To me, I'm like, now, mind you, I have no British friends. But to me, this is so perfectly a British moment. I think in my, in what I think like they would be like, you're the worst person on the planet. You were perfectly clearly on a break. And you see in this moment that Rachel wants to be encouraged on by someone. You know how like when you ask someone for advice and you know in the back of your head like, i'm really only asking this person because i know that they're going to give me the answer i want to hear yep i think that's what rachel's looking for in this moment yeah and he is not going to give it to her <laughs> no nope. and i kind of i kind of love it yeah um so we go to
1: the church and it's about time for the wedding um so and many candles yes yeah, so, many so candles. pretty it does
0: look really pretty yes it looks so pretty. You know, this is the same set um, that's used that was used for Carol and Susan's wedding. Oh, really? Same set. Mm-hmm. Obviously, nice. decorated different, but same set. Yeah. Um, so the moms enter. Uh, Ross's mom is in
1: beige, mm-hmm. and Emily's mom is in all black, which, which like a screams, Kentucky Derby hat. Yeah, which screams that like Ross's mom is in, it like loves because she even says like she loves everything. Um, how pretty it is, and Emily's stepmom is like very clearly. I hate this. I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> it's like a funeral. Yeah, it's <laughs> all <terrible>. in black. <laughs> um, and Monica at the same time walked in and is just saying loves how much how great it looks and just hopes that her wedding looks this good someday. Mm-hmm. Um, and Miss Geller goes to interject with some snark comment about her not getting married, and Monica just like just let it go just let's just let that let that one go mm-hmm. um so then joey enters and tells monica like look we need to cover every entrance every hole i'm gonna cover this like the main entrance you go over there where that big hole is in the wall um and chandler's got ross mm-hmm. we got to stop rachel before she gets here um and as soon as he mentions chandler Monica gets a little cagey, and yeah. and she and he's and Joey's confused, which is to be fair because he has no idea what's going on. Um, so we pan over to Ross and Chandler, and Ross is practicing saying "I do," which is funny because like that maybe shouldn't have been the line you were practicing. <laughs>
0: um. <laughs> so good, so clever. Uh, You're so right. Uh, yeah, but.
1: Chandler tells him, like, oh, yeah, definitely the second one. Um, and we pan back to Joey. So it's, like, it quickly goes to different people. And the uh, bridesmaid comes out of, like, the room that I assume all the girls are in. And they start making out, which is setting up this moment of, like, Joey is distracted and not mm-hmm. watching the doors. So then we go back to the Gellers, and they're arguing with the, with the Wathams about how he's not paying for the wine cellar and they start getting like really verbal with each other and Emily mm. comes running in who's visibly upset but Ross intervenes and just tells everybody to get along and if not no grandchildren Um, which e- is not true because we already know we have Ben
0: right
1: yeah Um, but in this moment uh, Emily realizes oh my gosh you're not supposed to see me this is, really good. this is really bad luck, like, <laughs> which we laugh about because we know, but... Um,
0: Ironic.
1: Yeah. And Ross is like, no, like, I think we've had all the bad luck that we could have, <laughs> you think. Um, you think, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> but they hug each other. And at this moment, it pans back to Joey, who is too distracted to notice that Rachel walks right in. Oh, just right past him. Right past him and straight to the wedding ceremony area Mm -hmm. and sees the moment where Ross is hugging and kissing Emily. Yeah. Um, And so Emily walks off, he turns and Rachel is there. And this is the moment where Rachel could easily tell him everything that she came over there to tell him. Yep. But he walks up, is very excited to see her. And he asks, what are you doing here? And you think she's going to tell him, but she
0: just tells him, Congratulations. Oh, man, were you watching me watch this episode last week when you said bring your tissues? Because I for sure teared up in this moment. Oh, yeah, me too. Every okay. part of
1: me. Because I mean, I knew already what she was going to say, but like, right. I just want it to be. It's like when you watch a movie and you want it to be different, even though yes. you know what's going to happen. Yes. It's like, does oh, this my character gosh. really need to die?
0: Yes, and the just the pain of her, like the sacrifice for her to just say congratulations. Yeah, is it's really uh, it gets me right in the right right in the big old ticker. Yep. Yeah.
1: All right, so the long awaiting wedding is here. Ah, the wedding. Yeah, starts with a very odd musician combo mm-hmm um and joey is the first to walk down the aisle with emily's mom and phoebe decides this is the best moment to call mm-hmm. and of course this lady has her phone on full volume
0: yes <laughs> In the middle loud of the wedding.
1: and loud and high yeah so she answers it and finds out it's phoebe and asks for joey so mm-hmm. joey answers he's given her play-by-play um Rachel didn't ruin the wedding, just said congratulations. She's like, oh, awesome. Like, leave me on the the phone. I want to hear it. So he gives her a Mm -hmm. play-by-play all the way down to Ross, who is not so thrilled about a phone being (laughs) in his face.
0: Yeah, he's not having
1: it. Yeah. So next to walk down is Chandler and Monica. And Mm -hmm. they're basically just like, what we did was stupid. Like, we can't, like, that, like, we shouldn't do that again. But, like, they're just, like, beating themselves up about it. And then Chandler, like, pauses and he's like, but I'm coming over tonight, right? She's like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay, did
0: you notice the guys' tie? No. Like, their ties? Okay, they weren't done in, like, a normal, like, Windsor knot type of way. There was, like, a pin in it in instead and they were much more, um... think, like, cravat, but instead of it being around your neck, it's just, like, the point in like a scarf where it's bunched up and then comes down, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, is it like a British way to do a tie? It must be. We might have to, Graham and Chris, we're going to be chatting with you about this whole British uh, story theme part of these last couple episodes. I have to know if that's like a British tie way of doing it because it very much was, I I kind of liked it, that it was just different. Yeah. I've never seen it before. Yeah, we'll have to also, that from them. Also, the fact that the rows were three by three is not conducive to, like, wedding. Most people are going to come in twos, and even if you're by yourself, like, you're probably going, like, you probably know someone else who's going to be there, so you'd probably want to sit by them. So the fact that it's, like, three across per side But you also to remember, makes... this is still no a sense. construction zone. I know. I know, I know. Which I have a few things to say before we wrap up the episode about all of that. Um, okay
1: so Chandler and Monica get down there and then Emily enters and at this moment we see Rachel too and who's still in her plain clothes which I thought yeah. was a little weird yeah um, because well, she just
0: traveled like yeah but we saw late. that
1: she brought that huge bag like she could have easily changed really quick oh yeah you're right um so the ceremony starts Emily recites everything perfectly that the minister tells her to recite
0: did you notice they weren't holding hands? Yeah. Isn't that weird? I mean, yeah, but... It's, it kind of made it, like, maybe. cold and stiff and... It just, it just led up to the moment of... Um, yeah, it, it's, true. it's trying just to weird.
1: repeat after the guy. Repeat after the guy, might I add. <sighs> you, you just simply say the words that come out of this guy's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: and he gets to paste. the part
1: where he says, I take the Emily. But instead of mm. saying, I take the Emily, he says, I take the." Rachel. Rachel. Oh my gosh. Mm. And everybody's face is just like deer in the
0: headlights. What just happened? I love how they panned over to everybody's face. Yeah, like you saw. Yes, exactly. But like her reaction on the phone, like it was so great. I love how they included her in that moment. Yeah. But like the guys, and then Monica, and then Rachel, and then Phoebe. Like it was so good. Yeah, and it was
1: a very tense moment. And he like tries to correct himself, like, no, Emily, Emily, I mean Emily. I take the Emily. And then the minister looks at Emily and goes, "Should I
0: go on?" She and it cuts devastatingly heartbroken, broken, broken, broken. Yeah. What a cliffhanger! Too. Can we talk about the fact that this was not a streaming series that you had to wait a whole like four months before you got to see the next episode? Oh, I would have been so mad. I would have died just if just to haunt the creators of this show <laughs> as a yeah. ghost They're like how uh, dare you so mean okay can i tell you a few continuity errors real quick yeah okay um okay a, a number of like odd little liberties were taken with the wedding processional so if you noticed an extra groomsman is seen walking the bridesmaid Felicity down the aisle, which afterwards he completely disappears. But this was done so that Joey could walk Emily's stepmother down the aisle to be able to talk to Phoebe. So they kind of like swap some things around, even though it wasn't really like that's not how it would really go. Um, now, here's a factual error under the UK law. Ross and Emily's marriage wasn't legal. The venue has to be licensed to hold a wedding, not just like the priest or celebrant. Like it has to be the the venue as well. In order for the church to be demolished, it would have to have been deconsecrated and lose its license. Also, the church was partially demolished and had no roof, as they mentioned about the rain when they were touring it. And you can't get married in England in the open air. So Ross and Emily were never married and wouldn't need a divorce. <laughs> isn't
1: that so, isn't that so That's good? That's funny.
0: Um, I, 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 yeah, I, I just thought that was really funny. Um, also, um, you know, I, I, this kind of throws it back. But you know how like when Ross and Emily's parents like meet for the first time and Judy makes the joke about, like, this is the only wedding we're ever going to get, maybe. Obviously, like, that's a continuity error because Ross was already married once to Carol. You know, it's like, kind of. Yeah. yeah. But, anyways. um, Okay. Oh, and then Joey says in his best man speech that he met Ross in a coffee house back at home. But we know from previous episodes that he met him in the same place. But at that time, it wasn't a coffee house, but the pool or like club bar back then. So little bit of like some some continuity errors. Yeah, I'm sure the guys are going to give us a lot more that even
1: we maybe didn't catch.
0: Yeah. Oh, and then um, I guess this is the technically the, the final one. But um, according to the creators, the idea of Ross saying Rachel instead of Emily came when David Schwimmer messed up a line where he had to tell Emily the cab was there and he said Rachel's name instead. Um, And then they also said that they had no idea what to do to end the wedding until that moment. So they like weren't really sure how they were going to like not have them get married. And then David Schwimmer accidentally messed up a line. And the creators were like, oh, my gosh, what if we have her him say Rachel's name instead? Isn't that crazy? How, like, the faith that you have in your, like, your ability to create, like, you keep writing stuff like, OK, we know they can't end up getting married, but how are we going to get them to stop? And then all of a sudden, like, something happens in real life that you're like, perfect. You know, that's kind of scary. Yeah, it is. But That's it. That's all my fun facts awesome
1: well the tag is not really a tag it's just another montage of London
0: yeah they couldn't I mean you couldn't really have like you couldn't really have a tag for something yeah. like that um favorite scene mm. oof I'd have to say if, if a scene moves me to tears like that's gotta be worth something um although ugh, I, I already know mine. It's already... Like, it has to be Monica and Chandler. Yep. Like, it has Hands to down. be the reveal. I don't care what else happens it's them. I'd say that's... Okay, that's definitely it. I'd say honorable mention is... Is, is that scene of Rachel being like, congratulations. Because it was very moving. But obviously, I love Chandler and Monica more. So, definitely them. Nice.
1: Same. Um... Episode rating. Ooh,
0: Okay. <laughs> Yellow frame. Dang. If only for Chandler and Monica. <laughs> Literally, weird. if only for that. Um, I mean, but it also had a lot of other things going for it. Like, yes, Phoebe was only in there for like four minutes, but um, poor thing was like trying to accomplish like all she could from afar. Um, the fact that Rachel put aside, like, her selfishness to, like, for the betterment of Ross. Like, I thought it was really sweet. And then, obviously, like, him messing up is an iconic moment and, like, definitely aids to the start of next season. So I just – it's a really high episode up for me. Like, I would definitely watch again easily. What about you? Um,
1: I would mm, – I was going to say seven – what? But I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna upgrade wow. it to Central Park.
0: Okay, um, <laughs> that's so funny.
1: Simply because <laughs> Monica and Chandler mostly, and because I think like set the set the inconsistencies of London aside. Um, I yeah, think like the fact that they weren't married. <laughs> yeah, I think that um, overall it was a pretty good episode, and the cliffhanger. Like you got to think like. Even shows that, that I watch nowadays, like, in real time, like, I hate cliffhangers. And if oh, I would have yeah. had to see that cliffhanger and then wait, Oof. I would have been, uh,
0: so frustrated. So, Peaced. yeah. So I'll say Central Park. Okay. That's a good one. Um, and I lied to you earlier. I do have just one more quick fun fact or continuity thing. Um, it's just the fact that Emily's uncle is noticeably absent from the nuptials, which is strange considering how Emily and Ross literally met together through him. I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, that is a little weird. The, like, the fact that he was close enough to his niece that she stayed with him, you know, like, just a few months prior, it just doesn't make sense. So, that was, that's it, though. That's it. I'm putting my phone away.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Um, trivia.
1: Post-show wrap-up time. Trivia. Joe Rivia time.
0: Yeah, sorry, that was me. Um, okay, Joey can do what in under ten minutes? Sex, eating a sandwich, showering. Probably yes to
1: all of those, but picking no. up a girl,
0: drink um, a gallon of milk. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you like my answers?
1: None of those <laughs> answers, um, but maybe all of those answers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Question 2. What is the nickname Monica's dad gives her? Ooh. Mon? <laughs> no.
0: Peanut little harmonica. Oh, my little harmonica. My gosh. I'm I literally hate myself cuz I know these. Are you hearing my feedback? Is that me? It's me. Oh, okay. Um, I do not have a social media spotlight um this week which is fine so we'll go right to recommend to a friend Llewellyn I don't think that I have one this week okay and I have none that have been like backdated from our friends so as a quick reminder because we have a gap if you have a recommend to a friend is there some if there's something that you use watch listen to play with do whatever and you want to recommend it to our group of friends here let us know, and we'll do it for you when we have a gap. Yeah. Um, Llewellyn? Yes? Do Did I recommend to a friend dates, medjool dates? Did I don't I, think so. Did I do that? Okay. Here's what I'm going to recommend to a friend. I got this recipe. I, I had tried to make, you know how, like, protein balls are, like, a thing for, like, energy and, like, yeah. snacking, and they're good for you? So one of the recipe calls for dates. So I bought like a big thing of dates and they were super hard to work with. So I was like, I'm never making these protein balls again with dates because they were just really hard to like process. And it was just a mess. So in my brain, I had a bunch left over. I was like, what the heck am I going to do with all of these dates? So what I did was I got some kind of, I got, I had almond butter, um, I broke the dates in half, like long ways. So you split them open. They were seedless or pitless. Sorry, not seedless. That's a dumb thing to say. They were pit, like pitted already. So I put in um, some almond butter. I sprinkled on top really finely chopped uh, walnuts. And then I drizzled a little bit, like just a little bit of Nutella on top. And then you freeze them. And then when you're ready to have them, you either pull them out or shove them in the fridge for, you know, just a little bit of time for them to thaw a little bit. And they are such a good snack. And I wouldn't say I'm someone who would like go and just eat medjool dates. Um, oh, like I I've do. Never... I oh, love you do. Them. Like yeah. I'm not. I'm not that person. I've never been that person. My family weren't those people. But it was. It's been such a good snack. That from now on I will buy medjool dates just to be able just to be able to make these. It's like a healthy sweet treat at the end of the day if you want a dessert, but you don't want to like bust through your calorie intake by like eating a pint of ice cream. There, it's so good. So highly recommend that to a friend. Once again, pitted, cut long way medjool almond butter. I mean, chopped nuts, whatever you want: peanuts, walnuts, pecans, pecans, whatever you say. And then a little bit of some people drizzle like chocolate on top. I did Nutella because that's what I had. Delicious. So good. Recommend to a friend. Nice. Okay. Next week. Ooh, wait a minute. We are done with season four. Yes, we are. Ah, that I'm so proud of us. Llewellyn, you and I were laughing at ourselves when we were looking at our previous year's. schedule and we noticed how many breaks we took (laughs) we were just we were rolling it was so funny um this year we have gone an entire season without a single break and i'm so proud of us i'm so proud of you llewellyn proud of me oh i'm proud of you too thank you thank you yeah anytime that was it okay so next week, we will be kicking off season five with the continuation of this story when we cover the one after Ross says Rachel. Ooh. Ooh.
1: I take thee, Rachel. All right, friends. Um, thankfully, you don't have to wait for the cliffhanger. And we will catch <laughs> you guys next week on the One with Friends podcast.